Welcome to the Gebhard Baron podcast, the podcast where curiosity has no limits. The podcast that brings you captivating stories and thought-provoking discussions. I'm Gebhard Baron. Stay with me as we break open the Word of God for your life. Good morning, family. Uh, today, I want to speak to you about the mark of the beast. And I want to do so because there's so much false teachings out there, so much weird stuff going around, especially on TikTok, YouTube, and a lot of people saying a lot of stuff, and it just doesn't make sense. More so over, it just causes fear in the life of the believer. And what I want to do today, I want to speak to you about the mark of the beast and just help you with some key thoughts so that you can gain understanding. And in doing so, we want to go to 1 Corinthians 3, 16 to 17, and we want to start there. The scripture records, don't you know that you yourself are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? Verse number 17, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred and you together are that temple. We see the same words in 1 Corinthians 6, 17 to 20 where the word temple is again introduced to us. Now, what does this mean? Well, first and foremost, the day you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you became a temple of the Holy Spirit. Your spirit became sealed off by the Holy Spirit. Remember, you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. Now, when you have received the seal of the Holy Spirit, the Greek word for the word seal here is the word phragitsu, and when you have received the seal of the Holy Spirit or the fragitsu of God, it means that the Lord has studied you from the top to, to your head to the tip of your toe and He found you complete and not defective in Christ Jesus. In other words, the Father would have thoroughly examined you, expected you, and He has now found you fully intact and complete because of Jesus. More so over, He would have put a seal upon you which is a down payment of that that is to come, and he would have also secured your salvation. In other words, when you have received the seal of the Holy Spirit, you have been approved by God, endorsed by God, recognized by God, affirmed by God, sanctified by God, and also notarized by the Spirit of God, all because of Jesus. But you had to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Now, what does this mean in terms of of the mark of the beast well to answer that question we have to go to the scriptures and we have to see what the bible says well in revelation chapter 13 verse number 16 to 19 or to 18 the scripture says it also forced all people great and small rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom and let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. Now, first and foremost, I want you to see verse number 17 says this, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. In other words, the mark of the beast which will be received on the right hand or on the forehead, forehead will be for the purpose of some form of commerce. In other words, we would have to receive the mark on the right hand or on the forehead to buy or sell. Please note that, to buy or sell. 
Now, when you are born again and the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, it is important to understand that you should not, you should not, I say again, receive the mark of the beast. And I believe if you are truly born again, you cannot even receive the mark of the beast. And I would want to say that in the following connotations. One, that nobody takes the mark of the beast accidentally. In other words, it's not something you can just get. For example, when we had a pestilence just recently, uh, which we just call the dress rehearsal for that, what is to come. When we had this pestilence, some people received some uh, medical injections and many people thought this is the mark of the beast. That was not the mark of the beast. So the first thing I want you just to note is nobody can take this, the mark of the beast accidentally. To take the mark of the beast is simply to deny the Lord Jesus Christ to pledge allegiance to the beast for your own survival. In other words, as the things in the world will wax worse and worse, and it is going to get worse. Friends, you have to understand, the things in the world is going to get worse and worse and worse. However, simultaneously, the church will burn brightly, the born-again believer will burn brightly, and the Spirit of the Lord will burn brightly on the true believer. Secondly, the mark of the beast is a pledge of allegiance. In other words, you will have to pledge your allegiance to the beast. Before we continue our fascinating conversation, if you head over to gebartbaron.com forward slash partner, you can select a partnership deal that suits you perfectly so that you can become part of the Gebhard Baron family and build out the kingdom of God. This is a complete denial and rejection of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why I say when you are born again, this should not even concern you really. Because if you are really born again, uh, you have already pledged your allegiance. You're already dead to self. It's no longer you that live, but Christ that lives inside of you. In the life you now live, you live by faith in the Son of God. Now, thirdly, and most likely one or two people will disagree with me, but, but this is my personal conviction is that i believe that the mark of the beast will only come onto the scene after the rapture of the church now the rapture of the church the word rapture is the greek word habharzo and it means a rescue mission just in time uh, basically in the nick of time so when we look at the word rapture or the parisia the snatching away of the church it would mean or it will show us that this rescue mission will come in a nick of time, just in time. Like when the world is going worse and worse, things are going to get so bad. Christians are going to go through some of the most uh, hideous of times because we will need to stand for our faith. We will need to know the Lord. We're gonna, gonna, we are going to demonstrate great power. We're going to show uh, the world who Jesus really is. And there's going to be this massive outpouring of God's Spirit a huge wealth transfer is going to happen and God's going to be of his church. His church is going to be thriving, powerful and simultaneously the world is going to get worse and worse. It's just going to wax worse and worse and you, you can see this in 2 Timothy chapter number 3. You're going to see a lot of things around you happening according to Matthew chapter number 24 and stuff is just going to happen all around. And I would like to say that the world is not falling into pieces. It's falling into place. 
so that God can move upon his body more and more. So the world will wax worse and worse, but not so for the Christian. And so firstly, again, I want to summarize. If you've been uh, if you've been truly born again, this should not concern you. Secondly, if you have received the seal of the Holy Spirit and have the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit and you have been, uh, been approved by God and you are already uh, uh, pledged your allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ, then this should not really not be a concern. Um, then also to consider nobody takes this mark of the beast accidentally. You have to pledge it by a will. It's a decision of the will. It's against the Lord. It's for the beast. And surely there will be huge deception that goes with this. And that's why you cannot be a hearer of the word. You have to actually do what the Bible says. Jesus says this very clearly in the book of James. They don't hear the word, do the word. Those that love Jesus do the word. So, of course, the mark of the beast will run with huge deception. But if you know the word, if you love the Lord, if you stand in the truth, this should not be a concern. Secondly, it is a pledge of allegiance. And then thirdly, it is to be noted that, in my opinion, that the mark of the beast will only come after the rapture of the church. We're going to be out of here, which will mean that there will be an introduction to the tribulation. And, of course, depending on how you study the scriptures, depending on your view, you know, post-trip, mid-trip, post-mid-trip tribulation, depending on all of your view of the above, um, which is a whole other discussion, uh, you would say maybe this or maybe that in terms of the mark. But my personal belief is the church will no longer be here. We'll be off the planet before the tribulation starts. This does not say that we're going to go through some tremendous times as the time draws closer. My friend, maybe to say also this, nobody knows the time or the hour, but we definitely know the season. And so the seasons around us are showing us that the coming of the Lord is imminent. Also, we need to understand we don't need a specific sign to know that Jesus is coming. We know the Lord is coming and His coming is imminent. He can come any given time. The question is, what He will ask is, will I find faith when I return? And that's the question that you and I need to answer. Therefore, in conclusion, I want to say, if you are truly born again, and if you truly follow the Lord, and if you truly walk in the Scriptures, and if you truly obey the Word of the Lord, this should not be something that concerns you, because you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. However, it is important to note, and lastly to say it again, it is important to note that nobody can take the mark accidentally. Secondly, Nobody can just do this haphazardly. It needs to be a pledge of allegiance. And I strongly believe that this will be something that happens after the rapture of the church. I hope this has helped you today. Um, there's much more to share. I'm going to do more on this, uh, specifically on the end times, more and more, just to get you informed and to get you into the word of the Lord. I would like to, to encourage you also, go study the scriptures for yourself. Revelations 3, 16, 17, and 18 is important scriptures, as well as Revelations 14, 9 to 11. Go study the word of the Lord. Also look at 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 to 11. Go study the word of the Lord and be approved as you study the word of God. And as you've learned today, do me a favor, share, comment, and like, and let's get the word of the Lord out. This is Gebhard Barent, and thank you for listening to me as we've enjoyed another podcast together. I'm looking forward to expand more of the scriptures to you so that you can grow in the word of the Lord and see revival of the Bible. 
If you've enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family and colleagues. Help us to spread the word and invite others to join us on this quest for knowledge and heaven's inspiration. As always, remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And until we meet again, keep learning and pushing forward into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ.